This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Tig, we set a new low. <laughs> it took us a while to get into the material. Yes, yes. And, you know, I have to say... Yeah. You and I did a bunch of shows in a row mm-hmm. to get them out of the way so you could go film something. Mm-hmm. And so we actually hadn't caught up yeah. in a few weeks. So I think That's true. So we was... had some catching up to do. Yeah. And you guys get to hear <laughs> Yes. We had some life experiences to talk about. Right. But yeah, but we do talk about um the F word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And Cheryl drops the F bomb. <laughs> and things of that nature. But I think we should get right into it. Right. But before we get right into it, yes. I do want to let the listeners know that if you are listening to this show, this day that it came out, I have a streaming cooking and comedy show that will be tonight, mm. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, if you can't watch it or stream it on the day of, which is tonight, it will be available for a couple of days after um, if you want to get a ticket and watch it later. But check it out. There's going to be some food options and ideas for the holidays. That's nice. Wait, how do you, I mean, how do you see it? You go to my social media and there's going to be links to Firmly Planted with Tig Notaro. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so let's get right into our documentary of the day. Ladies and jerks, welcome to The Fastest Woman on Earth. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing all right. Mm-hmm. As I was telling you, I've never been stuck in um, a parking structure traffic jam for a half hour before in beverly hills but you said you know because i know this parking structure and they and by the way nobody's in a hurry they (laughs) they don't care 
They I don't was, care that you can't get out of the structure. It's like, look, lady, fancy lady in Beverly Hills. We'll get there when we get there. And it's like, okay. I'm, I you know. rarely leave my house, much less do I head over to Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, but And you'll never do it again. Well, I guess I'm going to have to because I really like this person. She cut my hair on oh, the morning good. show. Oh. And then I went to her salon and that's where it is. And that is the structure that I parked in. And I was true. I've just never experienced anything like this. So I was texting Cheryl and Thomas as I was in this structure. It just was a bizarre experience because I've certainly been in parking structures that are huge, but I've never sat underground for 30 minutes <laughs> crawling to the exit. Just waiting. Yeah. How are you, Cheryl? I am good. Your hair looks good. Thank you. It looks I have different. A, well, I I was just blow drying it. I have a um I have a night out tonight. Oh. I'm going okay. to a friend asked me to go to um a night that he calls dinner with strangers. <laughs> mm. And so he invites friends of his, but we don't know each other. Yeah. And then he gets, you know, some facts about each person, then we have to go around and figure out who it is. So it'll be fun. Mm. But anyway, okay. I want to look good for the strangers. Sure. Well, I sure. got my hair cut for a night in. <laughs> and it does look good. <laughs> well, thanks. Oh, my God. Tig, since yeah. I last talked to you, I, I went to Florida. Mm. You know, my mom had to move out because of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. And we found a new place for her to live. So I went over there. I hung out at the retirement home all day long. I went because I was like, Mom, I'm going to, we're going to make some new friends today. So we went to bingo and it was me and, you know, everybody else there is probably like 80 something. Um, so it was me and, and uh, probably and 50. And how old is Cracky? She doesn't like for me to tell people, but I think she's 82. But don't say okay. that I said all right. that. All right. Just um, between me, you, and all the snorkels and Thomas. <laughs> and all the snorkels. And um, so... We played bingo, mm. and I was like, oh, dear God, do not let me win at bingo. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I won the first bingo card. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people were happy for me. A few had an attitude like, uh-uh, new <laughs> young person. So I was like, okay, that's out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then the guy that was calling Bingo, he was clearly a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, so he was very excited that I was there. There was a lot of a, a lot of attention. And then I was at a table of four. It was me and my mom and these two guys. Mm. And everybody at our table won. I won twice. My mom won twice. <laughs> and people were furious. Did they think it was rigged? Yeah. They were like, we don't know what's going on. But we definitely hate the new lady and her dumb <laughs> daughter. And then at some point during, like, we're halfway through. We did, like, 11 cards. We're halfway through. And um, and the guy that was calling bingo was like, you guys, I have some really fun news. You're going to want to listen to this. So everybody gets real quiet. And he's like, so our guest today, Cheryl Hines, guess where she's from? She was born in Miami Beach, Florida. And, you know, it's like 
crickets. And then, because we're in Florida, he thought there would be a much better reception. He's like, she went to the University of Central Florida. And he starts to say something else. And one of the guys was like, game six. Can we get to game <laughs> six? about their bingo and so this is an elderly man that yelled game six yes yes well you know he's got he doesn't give a frog's fat ass well he doesn't have a lot of time to burn in life (laughs) so he doesn't have a lot of spare time but they were cracking me up because they are very um honest now wait your mother was not in like a a retirement home before was she no, before she had, she was in a in a place where they had a little more yeah. care. Yeah. Um, but now we figured out that she needed a little bit more. Like uh-huh. she, her eyesight is going, which is tough, but she's really on it and with it. Yeah, and yeah. So now she's line dancing, and she's like, <laughs> there's happy hour at four o'clock every day. Which, by the way, it's very clicky in those uh-huh. places because <laughs> when I was there for happy hour you know my mom and I start to sit down are they all was, drinking like boxcars and old fashions <laughs> and boxcar willies yeah nobody's ordering like a skinny margarita nobody's ordering a skinny margarita mm-hmm. and my mom and I were about to sit down and one of the guys was like by the way that's where Bill and Shirley sit and we were like oh are oh and he's like, they're not assigned seats, but that's where they sit. And when they come down here and you're sitting in their seats, they're going to go crazy. It's like, okay. And he said, I'm going to pull up some new chairs for you guys so you don't make people mad. <laughs> so, yeah. So we had uh, we had a great time. Any we snorkels had- at the um, retirement home? No. Hmm. Okay. snorkels at the retirement home mm-hmm. no okay. well by the way when i tell my mom i do a podcast mm-hmm. it, she goes insane yeah she's like i don't know what that is i would like to see it but nobody tells me anything and it's like well i i'm telling i'm telling you i barely know what it is mother <laughs> how do i get it where do i watch it it's like oh boy so it's, I think it might be a generational thing. Although I know we have some snark bulls that are, uh-huh. you know, yeah. older. Would we be considered older? <laughs> I was about to say it's all relative. Yeah. I mean, if you're 20, yeah, mm-hmm. we are older. Yeah. But if you're 80, mm-mm. I've even heard We're my really wife young. say things like, and there was this older guy, like in his late 50s and i'm like so like (laughs) six years older than me your spouse (laughs) and she's like you know what i mean like i'm like no i i'm just trying to get um right i'm getting a vibe on it yeah Yeah. it is weird the uh the line keeps moving doesn't it because when i was 20 i was like whoa 30 Mm. years old that's crazy where's my walker Where's my walk? By the way, there are a lot of walkers at this, and it's cute because they all park them right outside the the dining room, and it mm-hmm. looks like uh park them. It, it looks like somebody's doing a comedy bit because mm-hmm. there's so many parked outside. 
And it sounds like nobody is doing a comedy bit. Nobody's doing a comedy bit. Everyone's angry. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, look at my hair now. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a lot of product in it or is it just like... She put a little bit of product in it, but it's just... I just put my hands in it just to see. I'm in the... straight up. Like you just got struck by lightning. I'm in the phase of I just got my hair cut and I can't stop touching it. Yeah. And I'm seeing what it's capable of. Yeah, Um, a lot of stuff on the top. But speaking of um, walkers... Yeah. Um, do you know I have a cane now? <gasps> you do? <laughs> that you use all the time? That I'm easing into because I have a fractured femur. Do you know this? Have you always had a fractured femur? Well, I found out recently I've had one for the past year. I was on crutches. I fell before I went. It's a long story. Okay. It's a long story. But I have a, a cane and I'm wow. trying to heal my, my leg. Is your cane cute or is it like, mm mm? Well, do you want to hold a second and <laughs> yeah. let me grab it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, Thomas, aren't you dying to know if this is like a cane with a little, you know, hook at the top? Yeah. Does it have a carving of a little dog on the end? Or <laughs> yeah, like a hand carving at the top. Or, you know, some people, you know, they come out with bedazzled. Thomas, you were right. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's got a gold handle at the top. Please let us see. Is that an alligator? It's It's an an alligator. (laughs) I thought if I'm going to have a cane, like it has yellow eyes. It's it's a brown wooden cane, and then the handle is Gold, a gold alligator silver. head. It's a silver. Oh, is it silver? It's silver. a silver alligator head, and With uh, it gold has eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that is. Where do you even get a cane like that? Well, I had my assistant uh, look into different cane options. You know, it's like I don't want to just have a cane. No, if you're gonna do it, class it up. Yeah, and is this classy? <laughs> it looks like you're doing a comedy bit once I again. I kind of am, but you, I really am using. But a you cane. really need it. Yeah. Any hoodles? Any hoodles? You would love it at my mom's place. There's always something going on. There's always something. Uh so yeah. But does your mother like the new place? She loves it. That's great. She loves it. They have s- singers and dancers and dancing and movies and i mean she's she is having the time of her life oh my gosh mm-hmm. i'll call her and she'll be like ah, i really can't talk right now they're waiting for me in the hallway i'm like all right get to, <laughs> go get to your people she goes if we don't make it down early it's hard to find a seat it's like okay <laughs> and has she made friends yes yes okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. she's popular is she dating? I can't talk about things like that. Sounds but like let's just she's say dating. Uh, she turns some heads. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I am telling you, it is like going back to middle school. Everybody's flirting with everybody and they're like, oh, hilarious. <laughs> Who's the new person? 
See, they know that she's directly connected to that snurkbull cash. Oh, yeah. Well, by the mm-hmm. way, just to let the record show, when mm-hmm. I won bingo, which was mm-hmm. $8, by the way, <laughs> I put it back into the pot of for people to win. Mm-hmm. So I did not accept the cash. Mm-hmm. But even that, even that, <laughs> even that somehow... The lady next Upset to us. Upset everyone. She, yeah, because they added an extra game mm-hmm. to the end because they usually do 11 and then they did 12. And the lady next to us was like, why aren't we doing 11? He said, oh, because that lady put her money back in. And she was like, <sighs> so now we're doing 12. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. You really can't. But that being said. When I was at dinner, a table beckoned me over and they said, we just want to thank you for adding an extra game to our bingo day because that was a lot of fun. Well, there you go. And I said, thank you, table. Anyway, I had a ball. I had a ball is all I'm saying. Well, here's to the end of life. I guess, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Mm -hmm. Um, we haven't really introduced even the documentary that we need to talk about. We have to um, take a break. No, that's not true. <gasps> it no, is. this is a new low. <gasps> we, we haven't even said the name of the documentary. This is a new we, low. I know, no, but we do. We take, have no, to take it's a my break. Fault. <gasps> Cheryl. I don't feel Cheryl. right about this. Cheryl. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story, a documentary podcast that if you are a first time listener. Oh, gosh. We're sorry. Yeah. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. This is bad. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. True story. Cheryl, do you want to introduce yes. the podcast or the okay the uh, do our it. documentary? Okay, yeah. Today we are talking about the fastest woman on earth. It's a 2022 documentary directed by Graham Sorsa mm-hmm, and Christopher Otwell. The documentary explores Jessie's jet car racing career through interviews with her family, team, and followers. We're talking about Jessie Combs. We follow Jessie as she attempts to beat the world record for the fastest woman on four wheels. The fastest woman on earth is available to watch on HBO Max. Well, I didn't know anything. Did you know anything about any of this? I didn't. I didn't even know they had these types of 
cars. No. In fact, these types of cars are oddly space age, but yet look very like um, somebody put them together in yeah, yeah in a in a in a neighborhood because they in, that it because that's what happens n- right right but it just it it's scary to think that somebody does this so this woman jesse combs there are people who go to the desert the flats wait was this where was this salt lake city no where did one of those places <laughs> there's no way to know i watched this I think three weeks ago at this point. <laughs> you're like, you're going to barely. So anyway, you go out to the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and you, you get can't in... do this. No, you can't downtown just... Los Angeles. No. And then you mm-hmm. get and then you get into this car. I'm doing air quotes that you can't see, but a car. It yeah. was a rocket. No, it was a airplane Mm -hmm. and they basically put wheels on it Mm -hmm. and then you drive it across for a few miles i mean it's more than just putting wheels on it no i'm oversimplifying it Mm -hmm. of course but Mm -hmm. i'm just so our snorkels can get an idea of what what they're looking at if they haven't watched this documentary they all watch the documentaries (laughs) They all study up and watch every documentary before they listen. They're, they're good students. Yes. They all they tell us that on social media. Most people mm-hmm. are like, never saw one documentary and never will. <laughs> um, but this, this documentary, yeah. So this woman, Jessie Combs, she's a TV personality. And in 2013, Jessie Combs made her first attempt at a world land speed record she was recruited by an all-volunteer racing team trying to engineer the first car to go 800 miles per hour. So wait, why can't somebody just be in an airplane and drive that fast since it already is an airplane with wheels on it? <laughs> well, I think it's hard to steer. Well, you make a good point. Okay, what else were you going to say? <laughs> Well, here's the thing that uh, fascinates me. And mm-hmm. and this also was like, you know, we, we've seen some documentaries where somebody's trying to do something extraordinary and they have a group of people around them yeah. that are doing a lot of work. So in this documentary, before she goes across the flat land. Mm-hmm. Um, Wherever it may be. <laughs> this may take place in the desert or downtown los angeles or the salt lake beds why do i think it's the salt lake beds doesn't matter Mm -hmm. point is it has to be a very flat very smooth surface so people have to pick up rocks Mm -hmm. for miles on that path that she's going to go down they're hand picking up rocks and i was thinking i don't know one person that if i said hey I want to drive this car in the desert. Can you go pick up rocks first? I don't know one person that would say yes. I would. Tig, you would walk for a few miles picking up rocks for me? With my cane. (laughs) With your alligator cane. Mainly because I can't think of anything better than seeing you in this this plane. The rocket car? Yeah, the, the rocket car. And if you were like, 
this is my dream. This I'd be is like, my dream. All right, Rachel, come on. <laughs> you know it. what? You're right. Now that I'm now that I'm saying it, mm-hmm. I mean, I bet Dr. Becky Hines would do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'd do it. She wouldn't complain. She would do it. And then I can name a few people: Missy, maybe Mary, maybe my brother Mike. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike would definitely complain, and mm-hmm. he'd be calling me names the whole time. Yeah, I think I would too, but I <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> but you know, when those guys and women did that, the marathons, like how many marathons did they run in a row? Like three marathons in a row or something crazy. I can't remember. My brain no, already tossed that out. Yeah. But they had like a group of people when they would sit down, you know, they'd give them water, they'd give them a banana, they'd rub their feet. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't have can't even imagine it no but anyway that was what was really fascinating is that this is somebody's dream yeah that's the other thing to go that fast how did she even know that it existed you know what i mean (laughs) who wakes up and is like whoa i want to break the world record for going fast." fast i mean i guess it's just something you're born with i don't know In this documentary, I mean, there were a lot of things that people said that I just did not know what they were talking about. Such as? Well, we're going to play a little clip. Okay. So these guys, they wanted to put together this car that could go 800 miles per hour. And so they they tapped Jesse. And so they wanted to, like, see if she was up for it. And then this is what one of the guys said. When Jesse came up to do the engine test that first time and put it into full afterburner and it jerked up on the chain, she basically said, where do I sign? Because I want to do this. I want to be part of this. So the guy says, after the afterburn, it jerked up on the chain and she said, I want to do this. What does that mean? I mean, like, I can't even, you know, sometimes someone speaks Spanish or something and you can make out a word. But yeah. this is like, I don't know. This is like Star Trek techno babble. Yeah. And the afterburn, there was a lot of talk of afterburn, which was slightly confusing because it seemed like the afterburn happened early mm-hmm. in the... Are you really trying to understand it? <laughs> <laughs> because I... I think it's going to take longer than the next half hour. I was hoping that you had something to contribute where you were like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, the afterburn is. No. Why? Because of my new haircut? Yeah. You seem like you you would know mechanics and things like that. No. No. I still know very little. I mean, it is crazy to go Mm -hmm. that fast. It's crazy. When I'm going 85, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) how did I just, I look down and I'm going 85. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's Stephanie, no matter what is happening or where we're going, if she's driving and we're on a freeway, she gets behind what I call as a Sanford and Son truck. Mm -hmm. And it just is full of brooms and dish, like washing machines and, you know, a a cage with a chicken in it. Yeah, with like Uh one little rope tying it all Uh together. 
We were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, in L.A., that does happen. I remember one time I was listening to the radio and it's like, well, there are lots of chickens on the 405. It's like, what, <laughs> what happened? Why are there chickens on the 405? Everyone's trying to make it. <laughs> but, yeah, Stephanie, she... She does not speed, so uh, mm. she's always going. She's always in the slow lane behind the chicken truck. Wow, she does not want to go over the speed limit. She barely even reaches the <laughs> speed limit. Uh, so these guys, they wanted to pick a female driver mm-hmm. because they they wanted to draw attention to what they were doing, and they they knew about Jesse, and they thought that she would be great for this, and. I mean, Jessie's really like a very cute girl with blonde mm-hmm. hair. and mm-hmm. Although I was fascinated by the underarm tattoo. Underarm? Tig, did you even watch this? Did you watch I watched this? it. What was under her arm? A star. She had a giant star tattoo oh. under, under her did arm. Did she talk about it? No, she didn't Okay, to. well, I wasn't looking at, it? I wasn't There's looking no under her arm. It. I wasn't looking under her <laughs> arm. I was looking at her face when she was talking. Okay. Well, I've never seen an underarm tattoo before, but I was intrigued. Apparently, and... I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing, mm-hmm. but, may- but maybe it's a good idea. But then who yeah. sees it? But who sees it? You did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're having a conversation by yourself. It's one of the... <laughs> You're like, did you not see that? that? How'd you not see that? And you're like, maybe it's a good idea, but who sees it? Thomas, did you see you? Thomas, did you see it? Yeah, Thomas saw it. Leave him out of this. He's drunk. (laughs) But by the way, it was a big star. Uh huh. But it was one of those tattoos that when you see it, you feel like, oh, I just found out a little secret. Well, but you're saying it was clearly not a secret. It's a big star. But she has to lift her arm. To see it. I don't want to fight with you about (laughs) this star. Underarm star? No. I'm not here to fight with you. I'm here to tell you about Jesse. We have to take a break before you No! Yes! Oh, my God. This might be... This is a comedy podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We will be back after this uh, commercial break. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to really find out about... Well, this is, I mean, it's a decision you have to make. Are you going to talk I'm gonna about it? I'm going to get down on okay. some All facts. Right. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl, True Story, a comedy podcast <laughs> about documentaries. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Okay. On Tig and Cheryl True Story. Story. So today we're talking about the fastest woman on earth. And it's not either of us. The way we are slowly getting to <laughs> to the even point talk here. about yeah. So in this documentary, Jesse is preparing to race in the Baja One Thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, Baja. <laughs> well, so it's in Baja. Oh. <laughs> Can we keep that in? <laughs> Okay. I thought you were tripping up on Baja because you... Wanted to pronounce the J? No. I thought you were having a moment of realizing something. And so I was thinking, what is she realizing? And then I was thinking, oh, is she realizing Baja sounds like Baja? (laughs) And then I was thinking, oh, it really does sound like laughter. But that's not at all what was happening. No. I thought, oh, it all happens in Baja. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, really without information. Jesse, she says there's a void inside her until she gets to her next adventure. Mm-hmm. So she, it sounds like her adrenaline is either super high or she's sort of depressed about it. Yeah, that's intense. That's intense. Mm-hmm. And she, she talks about how difficult it is to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. She had a pet fish named Puppy since she didn't also, have time for a dog. Yeah. Speaking of relationships, I did a little snooping around, and it oh. seems like there's a relationship to speak oh, of. But... Tell me about it. Well, that's all. Watch the... Anyway. Wow. Oh, Go on. you don't want to tell us? Well, this just a dude. A dude. Know. Yeah, dude. Hmm. Anyway. Go on. Well, we didn't see it in the... Um... Exactly, which I thought was interesting because there was a right. lot of talk about how hard it is to have a relationship and she right. appears alone. Right. So. Well, um, there was a woman named Kitty O'Neill mm-hmm. who held the record for World's Fastest Woman. I loved all the Kitty O'Neill stuff. She got up to 90 miles an hour back in the 30s. <laughs> No, no to all of that. Kitty O'Neill back in the 70s? I think so. What was amazing about Kitty O'Neill is she was a stunt woman. Mm -hmm. And she was also, a. I was going to call her a speed racer. They don't want to be called speed racers, do they? (laughs) (laughs) And they're not racing And she was deaf. (laughs) And that was the thing. She was deaf. And she yeah. was so good at reading lips and speaking. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. astounding. Mm-hmm. And she really accomplished a lot. And she was a pretty amazing woman. And at some point, Jesse went to visit Kitty to tell her, I want to try to break your record. And Kitty said, yeah, go for it. Good luck. Good luck. And since the documentary, um, Kitty has passed. But mm-hmm. it was great to see her in, in this movie because she was pretty amazing. Um, a little boozy. Yes, she got a little boozy. 
Hopefully she was never behind the wheel going 500 miles an hour no, after a few sidecars. she side wasn't sidecars. Boxcars. No, drinks? a sidecar is a, a drink. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. a boxcar probably isn't. But oh. um, I like the recall. Okay, so in this documentary, we find out that Jesse, she went to trade school and learned how to build cars. She graduated at the top of her class above 2,300 men. And, you know, That's she a talked lot. about have, having to be better because she was a woman. So it's like sometimes you have to try even harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. I'm, I do stand up. And it's pretty male dominated. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> I would say we're a drop in the bucket. <laughs> Me and the ladies. Me and the Me other and the ladies. ladies. And, you know, a lot of this documentary, Jesse talks about how she didn't have any female role models who were doing exceptional things when she was a child. So Mm -hmm. it was really important for her to do something that would inspire girls Mm -hmm. to, you know, want to try something bold and do something extraordinary. Uh So Jesse is now very focused on trying to break the record. And the guys, her team, they're working so hard. They've got the car, rocket ship car. (laughs) Car thing, I think is the technical word. And um, we see Jesse's mom and father in this documentary. Mm -hmm. And it's... They're so, (sighs) like, dreamy. They are so dreamy and very, very worried about her. Yeah. I can't even... The love... (sighs) Her mother's love. I know. I was just, I could feel it. And I, I, uh, it, I couldn't even imagine watching no. my kid. And it must be oh. so crazy making because you want your kid to pursue their dreams and do what makes them happy. But it's also like, slow down. Right. Why do you have to do that one thing? Yeah. It's got to be so hard. And we have seen documentaries with other people that were doing, mm-hmm. you know, the rock climbing and, mm-hmm. uh, I can't. What would you do if Kat was like, I got to drive 600 miles an hour and nothing's going to stop me? Oh, I, I can't even imagine it. I cannot but even imagine. But you would support her? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Exactly. But I think I would really try to come up with something to to get her not to do it. I don't know what that would be. Have you ever thought of being a florist? <laughs> Florists have great lives. Mm-hmm. No, by the way, I have a video of one of my stepsons doing a backflip off of a helicopter into a lake. Mm-hmm. That is not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the same type of why. I don't know. I don't even like to talk about it because I don't want to encourage him to do it again. Yeah. Makes me crazy. So I don't know. Yeah. So in this documentary, um, now it's really coming to this is it. Yeah. And we don't want to spill any beans. Yeah. If you plan on watching this documentary and you want to like see it. You know, see if she breaks the record. Yes, if she breaks the record or not, stop it down right now, Aiden. Stop your vacuuming and and pause. But if you mm-hmm. if you're with us and you and hear brandy, 
And Brandy. You always also. forget about Brandy. Brandy's a fine girl. And that's from the song, you know. Well, yeah. And uh-huh. I feel like we talk about this all the time. We <laughs> do. And my really? cousin is named after that song. Oh. Did you say that already? I'm sure that sounds every like stinking time <laughs> we, oh dear God. we remember Brandy and, yes. then and then we mention we the, song, the song and then I talk about how my cousin is named after Brandy. Brandy. Okay. A fine girl. What a good wife you would you be. You would be such a fine girl. My life, my love, love and my lady is a sea. Okay. But seriously, things are about to take a serious turn mm-hmm. once again sometimes we talk about very difficult things on this show mm-hmm. and this is going to be one of them yes so when she when jesse combs went to try to break the record she at one point got up to 502 miles per hour mm-hmm. and she could not slow down mm-hmm there was some sort of mechanical issue. I don't want to say that because I don't. I don't know what happened. Or, uh, or she hit a rock. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know that anybody really knows what happened. So I'm not. Something happened. Something terrible happened, mm-hmm. and the jet car crashed, mm-hmm. and she did not survive the crash. Yeah. And it's really hard to watch in this documentary especially because her father you know they had cameras Uh, all over this car and her father made a really rough decision which i understand but i was also putting myself in that position would i be able to do to watch the footage because he was saying he wanted to know that she went quickly and he said she absolutely did yeah that was that was so... Yeah. I mean, when I think about it, I, I truly was lost in thought of, would I watch that? Oh, God. No, it's... it's it. And that's not a judgment no, about what no. he did. It's just more of like, I, I think it's it represents how I can't even fathom. Yeah. And of course you would want to know, and then you wouldn't, and then you would, right, and then you right. wouldn't. So, yeah, they show, you know. Her last moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah. And her, Jesse's family and her whole team, they were just devastated. And they went to investigate the crash to see what happened. And... Mm-hmm. They found out that Jesse did everything correctly, but things went wrong when she tried to decelerate. Mm -hmm. So miraculously, there was a computer hard drive because there was, Mm -hmm. you know, this was a a fiery crash, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was one little computer hard drive that survived the crash. And Jesse's team went and analyzed it, went through it all and found out that her average speed was 522 miles per hour. So she finally broke the record just moments before her death. Mm-hmm. So she is indeed, you know, holds the record as the fastest woman on earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was, um, 
important to a lot of people. Of course. You want it to not feel like it was all for nothing. Yeah. And at the end of the film, you find out that, she, that you know, that Jesse really had an impact on people, especially girls. And they started a Jesse Combs Foundation that gives scholarships to other young women following in Jesse's footsteps to change the industry and make a difference. And it, it was really sweet, you know, because at one point in the film, Jesse's wearing like a red polka dot scarf. Mm-hmm. And now the Jesse Combs Foundation, there are a lot of women that have that red polka dot scarf somewhere. And I thought it was so, yeah. it's really sweet and really meaningful. And that's the story of Jesse Combs. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely a bright light in a lot of people's lives. For sure. For sure. And that's when afterwards I was looking up more about her Mm. and saw that she had a boyfriend, Mm. but he wasn't in the documentary. So I'm, I'm, that's just an interesting side note. Yeah. That is interesting. And I wonder how he's doing. Oh, gosh. That's hard. Because this was in 2018 or 19. Yeah. Yeah. 2019. It's still very recent. Yeah. Um, and also, she was on Mythbusters, which I couldn't tell if she was an actual host of that well, show. Well, she was on... She was a host. She was a host of that show. Yeah, but it was like Mythbusters about cars. Mm. I don't have that in front of me, but I remember hearing that. Am I crazy? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that is the fastest woman on earth. And she continues to hold the record. Tig, are you ready for final thoughts? Yes. Okay, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not cry, but I had goosebumps. Yeah, same. Um. Oh, dear. Who were you attracted to? Jessie. She was very cute. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm going to say Jesse. She was very, very cute. You know who was second in line? Who? The mom. Her dad. Oh. Mm-hmm. Her mom was second in line for me. All right. Okay. Well. All right. It's a very handsome family. That's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about, God forbid, the sex scandal that brought down a dynasty on Hulu. Tig, before we go, would you like to read some true fan mail? Yes. Okay. Jory writes, Hey, Jory. Hey, Jory. Hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey. First off, let me thank you for all the laughs. Secondly, 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 as a mom (laughs) of three little boys, I truly appreciate every time you launch into poop stories. Oh, for ball's sake. Today when Cheryl was talking about Cracklin' Rosie... And her little bit about the F word. It made me think of my four-year-old son. Okay. Just so you remember, my mom, mm-hmm. Cracklin' Rosie, loves to say, I love <laughs> the F word. Fun. What'd y'all think I meant? It's like, okay. And by the way, I heard a lot of that during bingo. Um, <laughs> Jory goes on to write, he has his own bit about the F word. He's the youngest of the three boys, so we are the most lax with him. Obviously, we're exhausted. Ha ha. He asked my husband what the F word is, and my husband told him it's fiddlesticks. <laughs> he, proudly, he proudly walked into his religious preschool the next day and announced, 
I know the F word. Fiddlesticks. <laughs> Luckily, his teachers appreciated it as much as we did. Anyway, thank you for bringing so much joy and nonsense to the world. Oh, my God. I love that this kid is like, I guess what I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> and really put himself out there to yell I, the F word at church, I, yeah. Sunday school. I like that he could not wait. Yeah. I mainly like that we have church-going listeners. Yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. Okay. I don't know who or what's out there. We've got a little bit of everything. That's the way it should be. Okay, Tara writes, or it could be Tara. Hey, hey Tara or Tara. Hey. hey. Hi, Tig and Cheryl. I love your podcast and look forward to it every week. As a busy mom of three with a full-time job, I look forward to my 10-minute car rides running around here and there each week as they give me time to listen to the new episode. I was dying laughing at the Beanie Mania episode because it brought me back to my childhood. I grew up in a typical New York City suburb in the 90s. One of my friends had an older brother who was a typical teenager, but during the beanie craze, he went crazy. <laughs> he went crazy for beanie babies and thought he'd be a millionaire. Fast forward <laughs> a bit, and he was chosen to be on the old and TV show Room Raiders, where a girl chooses who to go on a date with based on the contents of their room. <laughs> Oh the my girl, gosh. The girl went I wasn't into, familiar with that. Me either, but I love it. It sounds so funny. The girl went into his otherwise typical teenage boy room, but then found his stash of beanie babies all in hard plastic cases to keep them clean <laughs> and worth the millions displayed throughout his room. Needless to say, oh she gosh. did not choose him to date. Nor is he now a millionaire. <laughs> Thanks for the laughs and for brightening up my Mondays. Oh, my. Can you imagine? You're a teenage girl and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see his room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, Beanie like babies. <laughs> I was traveling and I saw something that probably you can see everywhere, but I've just never clocked it, kind of like a star under an arm. Yes. But I saw this at an airport. Oh, lots of little beanie babies. T.Y. from Thai. And they, Was that his they name? still sell They're them, still doing it. Oh! I, I, <gasps> Somebody was telling me that we really need to go. Did we already talk about this? <laughs> that that hotel <laughs> in... Uh, the villages. No, where, where does Oprah live? Don't. Oh, Santa Barbara. Yeah, that there's a place in Santa Barbara where yeah, they are still the waiters and waitresses, the wait people, staff have to carry around a beanie baby. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but the but whoever I was talking to was like, yeah, you and Tig have to go. Was it a friend of yours or a snorkel oh, that was God. saying this? Couldn't tell you. No way to know. No way to know. No, I think a snark bowl. Had to be okay. a snark bowl. But yeah, it's still happening. It's still happening in um, Santa Barbara. Santa Babs. San Santa Babs. Okay, Tig. Um, wow. We really made it through some stuff. And also. And also. Not oh. a, no, and it also not at all. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to encourage our listeners, if you haven't yet subscribed to our show, click subscribe. And if you haven't rated the show, stop what you're doing, 
rate our show. That is going to keep this train uh, moving. Yeah. With Give five us some stars. feedback. Five stars. <laughs> five stars. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> Truly, just stop right now. Press pause mm-hmm. and rate the show. Rate the show. And I know many of you have done this, but if you have a friend that you think would like this show or a family member, let them know. Let them know that they should listen to your favorite episode. Send them a link to your favorite episode mm-hmm. and see if we can get some more snorkels going. But truly, subscribing and rating the show really can help this stay afloat. Yes. Tig, do you have anything to promote that you want to talk about? Well, I, I finished my last show of the year, Whoa. which um, is great after, I think, nearly 70 shows. And uh, I'm excited to be home. And uh, I am going to be a part of the Celebrity Pickleball Tournament on Mm -hmm. CBS November 17th. And I believe you can also see me on Colbert, the late show with Stephen Colbert, on November 16th promoting the show. So Mm. Colbert on the 16th, Pickleball Celebrity Tournament on the 17th cbs and i think it's also paramount plus you can stream it too so Mm -hmm. my partner that i played with is top secret at this point oh but another but another celebrity well of course i mean oh gotta be right i did i I don't know how pickleball works or being a celebrity (laughs) i have no no idea (laughs) how that works either but yes i'm the only person that has a top secret pickleball partner oh and then also don't ask tig Mm -hmm. is my other podcast Mm -hmm. which cheryl has been on and i encourage you all to come check out the new season yeah mr thomas produces that show as well well you're probably wondering what i'm on (laughs) curb uh, yeah, I'm on Curb. But I also um, did an episode of Celebrity IOU with the Property Brothers. Mm. What? Are you familiar with the show? No. It is... Vi- I, I've heard of these brothers, and that's the name of their show is IOU? They have a lot of shows, but this one's called Celebrity oh. IOU. But they do, they do home makeovers. So mm-hmm. I got to work with Drew and Jonathan... Because what you do is you pick somebody in your life who has, you know, contributed so much to your life that you want to do something nice for them. Are Drew and Jonathan the brothers? Yes, they're the twins. Mm -hmm. And then so I got to pick somebody in my life and then went to her house and redid part of her house. And it was so fun. Oh, my gosh. It was beyond. Can you hook me up? I have somebody I need to hook up with their house. Oh. Oh. I'll well, talk let to our agent. To... <laughs> talk, to the pro- talk to the brothers. They're really mm, cute okay. and fun, those brothers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, Celebrity IOU. Uh, I forget what day my episode is on. <laughs> but you can look it up. You can look it up. Yeah. On um, HGTV. But, um, okay. That's, that's, that's all I got. And by the way, if you are listening to this show on the Monday that it comes out, tonight I have a comedy and cooking show that will be streaming 
and uh, maybe we'll help you get some food ideas together for the holidays. So go to my social media to find a link to the show. And if you can't see it Monday, then it'll still be available for a couple of days after. So that's a lot exciting. of things to look forward that's to. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Should we do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobazich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at tigandcherylTrueStory at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.